Welcome to the Ask Pastor Podcast. I'm John Dalrymple. The Ask Pastor Podcast is an opportunity for the pastors at Cornerstone Baptist Church to address questions that relate to church ministry and the Christian life from a biblical and pastoral perspective. Today, we want to talk about our summer children's Bible club outreach ministry. And I'm here with Pastor Chris and Pastor Brian to talk about that. We don't follow the typical VBS format. Instead, we use a utilize a backyard Bible club format. So I want to talk a little bit about that. And, and I want to start with you, Chris, to tell, I want you to tell us a little bit about uh, why we changed from, from VBS. We, we did that initially and we changed to the, to this format. Uh, wh- when did that happen? And tell us a little bit about why. Yeah, we uh, switched over from a more typical VBS format to this backyard Bible club concept um, back in 2009, 2010. Uh, in that time frame. And uh, previous to that, we did run a typical VBS ministry uh, here at Cornerstone. And I say typical, but it wasn't typical. It was outstanding. It was um, what you would imagine where the uh, auditorium and the entire church really is transformed into a jungle or a or an Arabian bazaar or whatever, depending on the theme for that year. And it was, it was pretty epic. It was a lot of fun. The kids really enjoyed it. And the content uh, with the teaching and, and things like that was excellent. We had a huge percentage of the church participating in, in, in assisting with that. So it wasn't a lack of excellence that led us to change this. Um, but the primary reason that uh, the pastoral staff at that time decided to go in a little bit of a different direction or to at least consider a different direction was that the majority of the children we found ourselves ministering to uh, at our VBS were either children from our church, which is fine and which continues to be the case with our backyard Bible clubs, um, either children from our church or children from other like-minded churches. Uh, I think it was, uh, it it is in a lot of cases easier uh, for Uh, or I guess more challenging for a parent to send their child up to a church on the hill that they're not familiar with. So there was a lot of familiarity. Uh, There were a lot of children that attended VBSs around town and other places at other churches. And so we were looking for a ratio or a percentage as much as possible uh, of either unchurched children or children that uh, did not attend churches uh, that were like-minded with us. Uh, perhaps where the gospel is not clearly proclaimed. Uh, and we weren't really getting that. And so we decided to, uh, to give Backyard Bible Club a try. Uh, and uh, the Lord has enabled us to accomplish that purpose by and large. As much as we can tell, uh, the vast majority of the children that have attended our Bible Club since t- 2009 and 2010 uh, are either unchurched, or, or do not attend our church or churches of, of like faith with ours. Uh, they, they do, uh, many of them have a basic knowledge of truth, uh, um, but that, other than that, it's pretty lacking. And, and so I think that it, that has been successful. We have achieved a higher level of, uh, of children that are actually coming to the Backyard Bible Clubs that need to hear the truth of the gospel and either haven't heard it before or have not heard it clearly uh, very often before. And so we're thankful for how that has worked out. Uh, the very first year, uh, Clay Gibbons, who is our missionary uh, in um, England now, uh, he and I were tasked with uh, getting this off the ground. And ever since that first year, uh, we have had 
three or four clubs every summer at various places uh, throughout Greenville. It's terrific. Can you tell us a little bit about the philosophy of the Backyard Bible Clubs? Why do we do what we do? Well, I kind of break it down into three facets of why we do what we do. And I've uh, alluded to some of these already. Um, And the first one is we want to reach neighborhood families in familiar surroundings. There's a couple of aspects to that. The first one is uh, this is is a family outreach, not just an outreach to our children. Uh, It's designed to uh, not just uh, connect with the kids, but we want to connect with mom and dad too. Uh, when, when they're dropping them off, when they're staying around to watch, when they are coming to parent night on Friday night, which we'll talk about in a bit. Uh, we desire it to be a, 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 con- a connection to the family uh, that attends from that neighborhood. But we also want to connect with them in familiar surroundings. Like I said earlier, I think parents are a whole lot more um, interested and willing to uh, send their kids uh, just a few Uh, driveways down in their neighborhood, perhaps to a neighbor that they have already met or familiar with, uh, in a familiar informal surrounding than to send their child up to the church on the hill that they know nothing about. Uh, And I think that uh, the Backyard Bible Club accomplishes that, reaching neighborhood families in familiar surroundings. The second facet of our philosophy has to do with, um, with the host family. Uh, Every Backyard Bible Club is hosted by uh, a church member family. And we believe that uh, our missions outreach does not just, at Cornerstone, does not just apply to our missionaries that we support financially all over the world. We have a missions opportunity here in our community as well. And where God has sovereignly planted our church member families, uh, that's their mission field. That's Uh, where Christ has placed them so that they can proclaim his excellencies to those around them where they live. And this is something that helps our church member families be equipped better to do that. It enables, uh, it helps them to make connections. It helps them to get to know people in their neighborhood. It enhances ministry uh, relationships that they have already established. So it's us coming alongside our fellow church members and enhancing their outreach where Christ has planted them And then the last um, facet of our philosophy has to do with our whole church. Uh, This is Cornerstone's ministry. It's not just that family's backyard Bible club. It is uh, is something that all of us take responsibility for. And whether that is praying for the ministry or being a part of the ministry team, uh, we are building fellowships, a fellowship for church members through ministry team involvement. Each location, each backyard Bible club, each week, has um, what we hope to be a sizable ministry team that has volunteered to serve that week at that location. I can't tell you how many times I have gotten to know someone in our church family better because of the time that we have spent serving Christ and proclaiming the gospel together. Uh, And it's a fun time all week long. It's a sacrifice of time, but it's thoroughly enjoyable. And it's very fulfilling, not just because we have an opportunity to preach Christ and proclaim the gospel to these children, but because we get to do it together as a church family. And it builds relationships, edifying relationships amongst each other as well as we serve on those ministry teams. Thanks. It's important that we have an intentional philosophy with the Backyard Bible Club. Uh, It's also important that we have an intentional structure to each of the nights that enhances that, that makes that philosophy come come to pass. Um, So Brian, 
want to ask you a little bit about this, the structure of each of the nights. I know um, from my experience at the Backyard Bible Clubs that you've been there. Uh, I know that your kids have probably participated almost since the beginning. I, I remember when I, the first one I came to, you were, you were the one teaching there, I believe. So tell us a little bit about, um, about the, the structure of, of each night there at the Bible Clubs. Well, as Chris has mentioned, the philosophy um, of the Backyard Bible Clubs, it's that philosophy that kind of drives the way that we schedule the evenings. So just for the basics, we start off on um, Monday night at 6.30, and we go till 8.15 each evening, Monday through Friday. And um, what we want to do is accomplish two things. Primarily, we want to communicate the truth of the gospel message to the children and the truth of God's word to the children. And then we also want them just to have a good time. So the beginning of our nights, it's, it's kind of divided up. We divide up the nights into five different sections. The first section, we have um, a game. And that game usually goes along with whatever theme that we're doing for that year. Um, and the kids really enjoy these games. They're uh, fairly simple and straightforward so that children that are young can enjoy them and even the older children really enjoy playing these games. We play these games together. There's two teams that are going to be competing against each other for the entire week and earning points as they, as they win games. Um, after the games are done, we stop for a snack and a water break. Usually since these are during the summertime, it gets quite warm and the kids are ready for uh, some refreshment, so we give that to them. And then after that snack time, we all go over to the, the tent that we have set up and sit on the ground, and we transition from uh, a focus on fun to a focus upon God's Word. And these last uh, three aspects of the evening really focus on communicating the truth of God's Word. We start off with um, a theme song and a theme verse that we learn throughout the entire week. Uh, the theme verse um, is we, we memorize it as a group. We practice it as a group, and really by the end of the week, the children, just by participating that verse time, do have that, that verse memorized. Same thing with the song. The song is usually a song that the children can easily learn. We sing that and, um, and learn that throughout the week. And that, that just gets the word of God into their minds and gets a song that communicates the truth of God's word into their minds, that hopefully as they go home, they are singing that song, talking to their moms and dads about the verse that, that they've learned. Then after that, we transition into our lesson time. And this is where one of the men from our church take uh, about 15 minutes and communicate God's word in a way that is understandable for children, both for the younger children and for the older children. And later on, Chris will talk about kind of our, our format and the, our plan for how that message is communicated throughout the week. So after the lesson time, we take an opportunity to mingle with the kids and also to talk to anybody that might be interested more in the gospel or what the lesson was about. So after the lesson time, we then have a snack time. Each night, the snack is different. The kids look forward to that. We got cookies, um, ice cream, just snacks that kids are going to enjoy. And we're able to take that time, like I said, and um, just get to know the kids in a more personal level, the workers are, and then... Um, communicate further the truth of God's word as we have our opportunity to talk with them. After that snack time, we all come back under the tent and we have our, our review game. And this review game is designed not only as a way for the different teams to earn points, but also as an opportunity to reinforce the truths that they were learning 
um, in the lesson. And so the questions during the review game deal with the truth of the lesson um, and, and the verse that, that we've been memorizing throughout the week. After the review game, uh, we have an opportunity once again to mingle with the kids and get to know them as the parents come to pick them up. Let's move on to the structure of the week itself. Chris, can you talk a little bit about this summer, our theme that we're going to be focusing on, and how you're going to weave that into the lessons uh, throughout the week? Yeah, we, the, one of the things that we try to do as much as possible without stretching it too much is to have every facet of the week connected to a theme. It, it helps it to be uniform. It helps the kids to really be excited and engaged about every facet of every night because of how it connects to something that they enjoy. Uh, and one of the things that God's Word um, does so masterfully is it illustrates biblical truth in powerful ways. Uh, I think of the, the armor of God in Ephesians 6 as an example, uh, or the, uh, the example we find throughout Scripture of the Christian life being a battle, uh, being, uh, being warfare, uh, and, and, and so forth. So every year we have a particular theme. We've used uh, a, uh, a medieval night theme, for instance, to accompany the truth of Ephesians 6. We, uh, just last year, we used a, uh, an army theme. And we've done things like that. We've done a, a journey or a safari theme and, and other themes that we've done through the years. And this year, we're going to do um, more of a, uh, a pirate theme, a, a treasure hunt theme. And we're calling it Treasure Seekers, Finding and Enjoying a Relationship with God. Uh, and so it's going to be a theme that connects well with the games. The, um, uh, the scoreboard uh, I- this year is going to be a pirate treasure map that they win different. Uh, it's almost like a race to the treasure where they win different events on the map and they get a, a red X or a blue X on there depending on, on who wins that game, which team, which color team wins that game. The two teams this summer are the Blue Buccaneers and the Red Raiders. So even the competition follows this theme. Uh, and, uh, and then what we're doing for the lessons, which is obviously most important, incorporates this concept of searching for hidden treasure. Uh, and we find it in a couple different places in Scripture, uh, this illustration is used. And uh, we feel that the greatest treasure that people can pursue is God himself, is, is a relationship, a personal uh, relationship with the God of the universe, our creator, the one who loved us so much to send us Christ. Uh, that relationship is the most precious thing that these young people uh, and grown-ups uh, can pursue and can search for and enjoy. And uh, so that's the treasure that we are introducing them to this year, a relationship with God himself. And the first night, uh, we just introduce uh, God himself as that treasure, a relationship with him as that treasure, um, explaining to them how he is the greatest treasure, going to God's word to show evidence of that fact. Uh, Day two, on Tuesday, we'll be looking at and studying the treasure map, Um, the tool that God has given us essentially to help us find him. And, and that's God's word itself. That's where we find the knowledge of God. That's where we find all we need to know to understand that he is the greatest treasure. And that's also where we go to find 
how we can take advantage of that treasure, how that treasure can be ours. God's Word tells us all of that. Day three, we introduce the key to unlocking the treasure, and that key is God's Son and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, In order to have a relationship with God and be reconciled to God in spite of our sin, we need Jesus. And so that's really where the rubber meets the road in terms of the gospel emphasis is on Wednesday night. And then the last couple of days, Thursday and Friday, we focus on enjoying that treasure, what it means to have a relationship with God for a believer, challenging those who have already trusted Christ, which many at these clubs have made that decision. And so we are encouraging them. What does that mean now for you? Uh, our treasure is not just something that we go and find and that's the end of the story. It's something that we enjoy for a lifetime and that we uh, participate in and utilize for a lifetime. And so we're teaching the children about that and then usually Friday is kind of wrapping up all of these concepts in kind of a review to make sure that they understand all of those concepts. Uh, so that's how we've laid it out this year. It's simple And yet I think it's very effective. It's going to hold their attention because we use this illustration all the way through. Uh, It'll be complete with with stories of treasure hunts and and visual aids to help them understand what we're talking about. And uh, we're praying that the Lord will use our teachers to effectively uh, take these truths from Scripture and, and bring them down to the children's level and that the Holy Spirit would enable understanding there for them. That's good. So we conclude, just want to talk about the benefits of the Backyard Bible Clubs. What you have seen throughout the years have been the benefits for, for outreach in our community and also uh, benefits for our own church family. So either one of you, um, just, just jump in, talk a little bit about how this has, uh, has benefited us. Well, I'll start, and I'm sure Chris has some, uh, his, uh, his own thoughts. We um, started coming to Cornerstone in 2012 So uh, in the fall of 2012, so 2013 was really our first opportunity to experience and be a part of Backyard Bible Club. And I came from the typical VBS background where the whole church would would get involved and all the children would actually um, come to the church for the VBS. So going to a Backyard Bible Club, I was actually a little bit skeptical about how it was all going to work, you know, going to somebody's home and and how that would work, and whether kids from the community would actually come. But I found that um, the format was very effective for outreach into the community. But I think more importantly for me, I realized the benefit as a church member working with other church members to accomplish the singular goal of reaching that particular neighborhood where that church member lived. And I remember um, going to that first Backyard Bible Club and, and being able to work with other church members and see um, how God was using all of us together to accomplish that purpose. And then it was just a great opportunity to get to know people. Um, you're actively involved working with the kids, and yet during before and after and the cleanup, you're able to really fellowship and get to know the other church members. So it's a, a lot, it was a lot of fun and an opportunity for me to grow in my relationship with the, the church members that I was um, getting, getting to know. So that's my experience um, with the Backyard Bible Club is, is getting to know the, the fellow church members. Yeah, I think 
I think that that's a huge aspect of this. And, and can that be accomplished in a VBS? Yeah, it can. Um, but usually that is an operation that is so big uh, that, and people have different facets of responsibility that the intermingling of church members and the actual fellowship that's going on and the relationship building, I think can be uh, more easily achieved at a backyard Bible club because it is a smaller scale. It is a little simpler. It's a little uh, less complex in terms of different facets of the program. Um, and I, I agree, and I mentioned it earlier, that's a huge uh, blessing uh, to be able to interact with and get to know and serve alongside uh, our church family uh, in that way. And as much as possible, uh, depending on how many uh, uh, ministry team members we have, the uh, ministry teams are intentionally bigger than they have to be for a couple of reasons. And that's one of the reasons, so that we can be with each other and enjoy that relationship building amongst ourselves. And of course, the other reason is uh, the more people you have, the more one-on-one -on -one opportunities you can have to interact with children and parents uh, throughout the week. Uh, I think that one of the benefits that it has had for our church, I know that there are uh, a few families that have come to us, to Cornerstone, either directly or indirectly, as a result of this ministry. And we're thankful for those families, and, and they are contributing here at Cornerstone as part of this church family, and now ministering in the same way uh, that originally affected them. Uh, and uh, that's really neat to see as well. So it grows our church uh, to an extent numerically, um, but it also, and more importantly, grows our church uh, spiritually because it's an edification opportunity in addition to an outreach opportunity. And it's, it's really exciting to see and we're looking forward to it uh, again this year with those the Lord provides for us.